You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for solving your problems by introducing you to cool people with good ideas. And today that person is my friend, Alex. Yeah. Hey. If you guys are um, loyal listeners, then you know that Alex has been sharing her, her transformation, her journey through the year towards greater balance in life here live on the show about once a month or so we have a live coaching session essentially where Alex is brave enough to talk about what's going on in her life as a mom as a business owner as a person as a wife as you know all of the things that Alex is and um not very many people are brave enough to explore that in real time and so it's a real treat for everyone who has the opportunity to learn to uh, see themselves, hear themselves, and maybe even start thinking about um, how they can take some of Alex's advice and learn from from her experiences. So thank you for being part of Heather Solves Everything, Alex. Thank you for having me. It's it's a treat for me. <laughs> yeah. So the last time that we were together, uh, we were talking about shifting gears for fall. And we're not quite in fall yet. It's still... 85 degrees outside, (laughs) but it doesn't feel like fall. (laughs) It doesn't feel like fall, but the calendar says that we are supposed to be getting it together. Like September is when we're supposed to know things by now and we are gearing up for the, you know, kicking into the holidays. And so we're going to check in today and see how it's going. Are you ready to solve everything? I'm so ready. Let's get into it. All right. It's been about a month since we last talked about gearing up for fall. And in our last conversation, we reflected a lot on how the summer went and whether or not you were feeling good about making memories with your family and organizing your work life and getting you know your kitchen organized and and really just shifting gears into fall. And it's been about a month since then. And I am curious to know if you had to choose one word to describe life between now, then and now, what would it be? I would have to say that the word listen is really, that would really capture what's been going on in the last month or so. (laughs) The word listen. Listen. Have you been needing does that mean that you need to listen or you have been having to listen tell me more what does that mean so we've talked about this in several episodes this past year since we've started um where i came from a position of just feeling completely overwhelmed and unable to handle really anything i needed to handle because i didn't even know where to begin and I think that um, it just, it was not something I was uh, used to doing. And so it was kind of hard to start doing. And as I practiced it throughout the year, as going through these monthly coaching sessions, and, um, you know, I also go to therapy and just, I work on a lot of self-care. 
And um, it just has evolved. Um, and in the last month, I've really started to understand what that means. Listen, because it's more than just using your ears. When we started this year, it was all about logistics. Yeah. It was about the schedule. It was about how much time am I going to spend on this thing and then the next thing? And how am I going to make sure that I'm not doing too much? Mm -hmm. And that seems like so far away from where you are right now, where the word is listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal to experience that drastic change personally, you know? What if, what have you listened to? Well, I think in the beginning, I was just listening to the fact that, you know, I had completely depleted any reserves that I had stored (laughs) mentally, physically, anything. Um, So at, at first listening was just acknowledging that there was not a problem, but just, you know, something needed to change. And then throughout the months, it kind of morphed into like, okay, I'm starting to get a handle of this, but I need to listen in different ways to kind of, um, you know, holistically handle the situation. It, It wasn't just like a one solution type of deal that we were working with. It was like a multifaceted (laughs) finding a very, you know, like peeling the onion back as people say, like finding all of those layers and peeling all of those back and finding all of the answers to get to the root of the problem. And so that was when I really started to understand that listening was so much more than just listening with your ears, like physically listening, you know, it was really taking everything in around you and reflecting on it and really getting everything out of it. Makes me think about that quote by Stephen Covey that most of the time we're listening to respond in conversations with other people. When we're being interviewed, we're always thinking about how do I respond to this? What do I say? Instead of listening to understand and I hadn't thought about that concept in the framework of listening to ourselves to understand. It's always listening to somebody else Mm -hmm. to understand. And it sounds to me like you have done that in your personal life where you were listening to yourself to respond. Am I hungry? I need food. Am I tired? I need rest. Am I overwhelmed? I need family time. And that's a response. Mm-hmm. But now it sounds to me like you're listening to understand yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you are you seeing that too? Yeah, I think that that is right on point with just, um, and I think there's also another important thing to acknowledge there is that I wouldn't have been able to move from listening to respond to listening to understand if I hadn't done that initial listening to respond, you know, like I wouldn't have found those. I needed to do that. I needed to listen to respond because I didn't know what to respond to. And so that I just needed to start listening. And then once I started listening, I started catching on to what I needed to be listening to, what I needed to be paying attention to, what I needed to focus on and prioritize and then move forward into, okay, now I know what to look for. Now let's learn more about it and figure out how to work with that. 
So my brain just said, crawl, walk, run. Yeah. (laughs) Before you were able to listen to yourself, to understand yourself, you had to build that trust that you could even hear it. Mm -hmm. And that when your body spoke to you, that you would actually listen in the first place. So that first listening to respond was trust building with yourself. Yeah. Of getting on your own side and and demonstrating, I'm listening, I hear you, and I'm going to respond to you. Mm-hmm. And once you built up that self-trust, then you are able to go deeper. Yeah, exactly. What are, when you listen to understand, what are you hearing? Well, in the last month or so, um, and I've got to say that you, when you're hearing this, you might think you understand what listen to respond and listen to understand what those things might be like, but until you've experienced it, like, There's just no other, like, it's hard to explain. But in this last month, um, things have just happened. Like, when I listen, there's just less friction in my life. You know, like, when I listen, things just go smoother because I'm not going against the flow. Um, So, I mean, just kind of imagine going on a river. If you're going upstream, it's going to be pretty hard. (laughs) But if you're going downstream with the flow of water, it's a lot easier. And I think that's what listening allowed me to do was to go with the flow. Whereas before I was going upstream because I didn't know which way the water was flowing. And it's hard to know where to go if you're not really paying attention to what's happening around you. Can you give me an example of what it is like in your life? to realize that you're going against the stream and and then shifting to going with it. Oh gosh, I mean, I think the most obvious thing was like finding out all of my health problems. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the biggest red flags because if your body's not working, you're not here, you know? Like if you want to be here and be present and be able to do what you want to do, your body has to function properly. That's not a you know, that's a necessity. <laughs> so when that started going downhill, that was a huge red flag and I knew something had to change because I physically could not go further. And I wish I would have realized that before I hit that point because I think there were a lot of red flags leading up to that, that I didn't see because I wasn't listening. What, what, like what? I'm not even sure. Like, I think it was just one of those things where it's right in front of you and you just don't even see it because it's so obvious, you know, like where your friends are like, hello, you need to take care of yourself. And you're like, yeah, I know, but I'm fine. It's like, well, (laughs) but are you, (laughs) especially the helpers? Like a lot of the time, I know for me, helping other people brings me joy and fills my cup and it does wonderful, amazing things for to make me feel fuzzy inside. However, I often overextend myself and help too much to the point where I suffer or my family suffers because I'm not there or whatever, you know? Um, so I think that was also another shift is 
listening to know what my boundaries should be. And I don't think I knew what those boundaries, well, A, what boundaries were, (laughs) what healthy boundaries were and, you know, how to, how to incorporate them in your life to help it serve you and not be working, you know, against the friction. So what have you learned as a result of this listening? Well, in the last month, um, I had some kittens show up on my driveway, <laughs> uh, completely unexpected. Not, um, I'm not a cat person. I what? I'm sorry. I was not a cat person. <laughs> you are now. These kittens, they have uh, changed my point of view. Um, but yeah, so that was completely unexpected. Um, what came from that was they, you know, they're kittens, they need to get fixed so they don't keep populating um, in our neighborhood, which is a problem that I'm trying to fix right now. And um, so I had to weigh them. I had to figure out how much they weighed because they have to be three pounds to get fixed. um, And they weren't. So I knew at that point we were going to be fostering them for a while. We had to resituate everything in our house to accommodate the new guests because they don't, um, our dogs are not cat friendly. (laughs) So that has taken a lot of shifting that we didn't expect. Um, and that was kind of, it didn't feel bad. Um, whereas before it would have felt really overwhelming. And that was when I realized that I was more capable of dealing with these things now because I had more tools in my tool belt, tool belt. And I had, you know, more support behind me and I had healthy boundaries, um, for myself and I knew my worth and my value. And that made me make more informed decisions on what I should be doing. And it just, it serves you in so many ways because it just really transforms how you make decisions and how you prioritize the things you do. So because of the work that you've done this year to understand yourself and acquire tools that you can use in these different situations, this total flip of the script didn't really phase you. You were able to roll with that in Mm -hmm. a joyful way. And if you go back, I don't know how many episodes we were talking about how I needed to have a plan B because I was always frustrated that when plan A didn't happen, I didn't have a plan B like ready to go. And it felt so overwhelming to even come up with a plan B, you know, let alone be able to execute it without feeling, you know, completely just out of whack. Um, and yeah, this time around, it was like, yeah, no problem. We got this. Like, we're we're prepared. We're prepared for anything because we're confident in what we can do and what we want to do. So, so you had the kittens and you had to weigh them to figure out whether or not they could be spayed or neutered. Mm-hmm. And what did you discover that you realized you had to roll with? Yeah. Um, so I don't normally, I'm not the type of person who gets on the scale all the time. <laughs> I actually try not to do that specifically. Um, but I had gotten on the scale to weigh them and found out that I had lost an extreme amount of weight. And I don't think that I would have realized that for a very long time had these kittens not showed up. 
And so I had that realization the other day of like, wow, I was not like trying to foster these kittens. I was not trying to get a new pet. (laughs) I was not trying to do any of these things. Um, but it really saved me, you know, it, it helped me figure out that I was losing weight pretty quickly and ended up having, you know, I've had trouble regulating my body temperature and some other things. And, you know, had I not just checked my weight, I wouldn't know that that's why those things are happening. Um, eventually would have, yes, but you know, it just really enforces that everything happens for a reason. I know it's kind of cliche and not really the response you should give people when they're, you know, asking for support because <laughs> everything happens for reasons, not really like very, you know, comforting when you're going through a hard time. But after the fact, it's nice to realize that, you know. And, you know, I, I'm sure that there's people listening who are thinking, oh, gosh, I wish that I got on the scale and realized that I'd lost weight without even thinking about it. But for you, that's not a good thing because part of what you have discovered over the course of this year is a medical condition that really needs you to be able to, to monitor it and be resilient and care for yourself so that you can manage it. Mm -hmm. And I do get those comments all the time, like, oh, I've got plenty of pounds to give you. And I'm like, well, yeah, it would be really nice if that could happen. But I have to work really hard to keep weight on. And man, finding out that I lost that much weight was like, just, I felt defeated, you know, because I worked so hard trying to keep my body going. (laughs) And so that was just, yeah, that was a little hard to, to find out. But, um, again, it wasn't the end of the world. Like I just, I knew how to roll with the punches. It didn't feel like the end of the world. I felt like I was prepared to handle it. And I really think that that definitely would not have happened if it was this time last year, you know, it would have looked totally different. Now I remember in our last conversation that you had um, gotten to a point of understanding, you know, listening to respond and then that turning into listening to understand that the the foundation for you was multifaceted, that it wasn't just behavioral health, but there's also pharmaceutical help. And then there's like this cognitive help and that you can have multiple modalities of support for yourself. And that was a level of understanding that you reached that was like a revelation. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you've been able to rely on that foundation to continue going through this past month? I do. And I also, honestly, it kind of took me a flashback to one of your previous episodes um, when you were talking about the spiritual guides and going with your gut and all of that. And lately, as I felt or as I've been listening more, I have felt more like there is that natural. I don't know if you would call it a push, but just, you know, kind of a nudge from the universe, if you want to call it that, you know. Um, And yeah, I think that I think that is my gut that I'm learning to follow my gut. So I think that's right. You're building trust with yourself. Yeah. This is so exciting, Alex. 
you truly are becoming a partner with yourself, a trusted partner, and you're moving with confidence. Yeah, it's really awesome. It feels good. And you just wouldn't even know what it feels like until you felt it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great. And I do think that it does go far beyond myself because if you're a better person, then you interact with the world better and you're able to form better connections and you're able to help others better. And, you know, it just, it goes so far beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. If somebody's listening now and wondering how they can start to cultivate that type of relationship with themselves, do you have advice for them? Yeah, I think to start listening, you have to tune in to what you wake up wanting every day. You know, what what makes you wake up each day and just really brings you joy and you have to find those things because I'm not going to be able to tell you what's going to work for you because it's such an individualized journey. You just have to start listening to yourself because you're really the only person who can do that. You are the only person that can do that. Um, and, and when you do that, amazing things happen. And, um, yeah, I, I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, and if you need ideas on where to start, Coaching with Heather is a great, <laughs> great first place that has been huge for me. But also there's therapy. There's also yoga. There's meditation. There's playing an instrument. There, I mean, the options are unlimited. You know, just find what makes your heart sing and then do more of it. I think that I would add, be honest with yourself and believe what you hear. Mm -hmm. And that's where, yeah, that's where the therapy and the coaching comes in handy because sometimes someone else is going to see something that you don't see. So don't always rely on yourself to get it because there might be something right in front of you that you're not catching. Right. Okay. So looking forward as much as anyone can, we don't know what's coming, but we can move forward intentionally. And we're going into what is traditionally a busy time of year. And so I'm wondering, what do you want to keep front and center for yourself as we go into October and deeper into the holidays? Wow. Well, you asked that, um, but I honestly hadn't thought about it really. Um, I've just been taking things one day at a time. And I think that is, such a new way of living for me because I'm such a planner (laughs) that not being focused on what's going to happen in the next few months. Like it's the most odd, but wonderful thing. So I'm ready to just take what comes at me. Um, but I have ideas also. So I've got my mental parking lot that is now on paper, (laughs) but also in my head. Um, of what I'd like to accomplish, but I'm just going to keep listening for now and just kind of see what naturally evolves over the next few months. And um, then I'll be ready for 2023. Wow. I'm just beside myself with happiness about (laughs) this revelation because 
knowing where we started in January and where we are now, when you've gone from everything being in its place and having to stick to this regimented schedule to now truly living in the moment and taking it day by day and listening to understand yourself before responding is just a beautiful thing. And I commend you. And I never would have been there without you. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not going to set any goals right now. I'm good with that. Awesome. Well, we are going to check in though. We're going to check in in a month. There's exciting things to come. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a cliffhanger here to be continued. Tune in next month to hear about what happens in Alex's life and what she learns from it. And we'd love to hear if you have had any revelations as well, because realizations that we have, um, we can share those with others and it helps us all get better. Yeah. Yeah. We can all start learning how to listen to understand ourselves before we respond. And thank you so much for sharing this with us this month. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Oh, the difference that nine months can make. At the beginning of the year, Alex had ideas of what she wanted to bring into her life. And she created a vision without really knowing what the process would be to get to it, but knowing where she wanted to go. And the beauty of that is that there are multiple paths and she is on one that she didn't expect, but it is leading to the destination that she chose. I believe that Part of the reason for that is that she is willing and open to discovering those new paths, those unexpected ways to get to the vision, the destination that she created for herself, that she imagined for herself, and that she decided was fair for her. Because of that, she's in a place now where she doesn't feel like she needs to set a specific goal because she's doing it. And that's a really nice distinction to make because we get ourselves caught up in this cycle of thinking that we have to constantly have goals, constantly be making a goal. And the reality is sometimes just keeping up what we've established is the goal. And it's a reward when you've done the work and you're nine months into the year and you're at a place where you can look around and say, you know what? This is pretty good right here. I, I just want to keep this. That's a celebration. And I hope that you have opportunities for celebration in your life today, tomorrow, this week. Allow them to be unexpected. Allow them to to show up from a place that you hadn't looked in for a while. And I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm really glad that you tuned in to Heather Solves Everything. I can't wait 
<laughs> to see what our next episode will be. And I'm glad that you keep showing up to discover it. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything, too. 